Hey everybody, it is Dee Dee LaFrac. This is your daily unfiltered, uncensored podcast from the downtown San Francisco district. It's San Francisco Dam. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I've got a nice show for you. Thanks for coming along, listening, subscribing, new listeners. Welcome. It's a short show, under 10 minutes from the downtown Tenderloin District, which is a very diverse district. It is uh, 20 blocks, 20,000 people, diverse immigrants, Asians, Hispanics, whites, but a lot of white people don't claim to live here. Gee whiz, I wonder why not. And black people, unfortunately, the Tenderloin has been San Francisco's primary junkie containment area. I mean, the primary junkie black junkie since COVID-19 shelter in place. However, Mayor London Breed has allowed all these junkies, and that's what I call homeless people in San Francisco, because nine out of ten of them on the streets are junkies, just so you know the reality here, okay? But I've only lived in San Francisco 30-something years. What do I know? The point I am making is this town is topsy-turvy, not only because it's a basic decimated ghost town, the mayor gave all these junkies permission to like pitch their tents anywhere in San Francisco except for the, you know, hoitsy toitsy elite areas and the Presidio, which is federal property. Anyway, let's get to the topic of me being a muni fair evader. So, basically, London Breed gave all these junkies permission to terrorize the city. I call this city, like these progressives, I call them sadistic progressives. Because they seem to get off knowing that hundreds of thousands of people, directly or indirectly, are um, hassled, bothered, criminalized, dehumanized by all these... I'm saying it's still 10,000 junkies on the streets of San Francisco, even though they put a couple thousand of them up in hotels. They need to take, everybody who comes to San Francisco needs to be immediately taken off the street. And actually, all these Democrats should have built insane asylums, mental health hospitals, drug rehabs. I digress, everybody. It's so much to, like, package, to make a point. And my point is, I stopped paying my fare when I get on the bus. In San Francisco, it's called Muni. Like I said, I don't know if it's underground now. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I have no idea because I don't go underground because of BART. Bay Area Rapid Transit, it used to be a shooting gallery at the Civic Center, um, BART station, junkies, they just let junkies lay around and shoot up for a couple years, right in the train station, didn't do anything, like I said, these sadistic progressive, they're sadistic, okay, so I'm not paying my bus fare anymore, I am not going to pay any bus fare until, while I am here, I am not going to pay any bus fare during the COVID-19 junkie apocalypse. And I'm making this public. I'm breaking the law, breaking the law, do-do, breaking the law, breaking the law. That's right. I'm like, why should I pay for the bus? When City Hall is sponsoring junkies in hotels, you heard about that, the homeless hotels, honey, there's some of them are living in luxury they're basically getting waited on hand and foot. No drug rehab, of course. They get a government check. They're living in a hotel. They're getting three square meals. Their clothes are cleaned. And they get to 
and they're being supplied with drugs, booze, they can have sex or act doing the same crap in a nice hotel that they did on the streets of San Francisco. The city is subsidizing that to the tune of, I think it either is 14.8 or 18.4 million dollars a month, a month. I'll repeat, about $18 million a month to take care of the street junkies. So why should I pay a $3 bus fare when I jump on the bus maybe once a week or uh, once every other week? In fact, I would probably start jumping on the bus like for, to get over hills or not to walk through a naughty neighborhood, and I will not be paying. That's right. I have no guilt. You could say what you want, but haven't I just explained why I'm not? The city is subsidizing this nonsense. Why not subsidize my bus fare, which they, they did. All right. This, this weekend, I, checking the time because it's a short podcast, I have to jam everything in a little jar. So this weekend, I went to Fourth and Market. That's like my spot. I um I like to pick up things and support local businesses that are reciprocal and kind that when I go they are nice. They have things in stock that I need, etc. So Fourth and Market, Fourth and Market is my jam, Ross, which I think currently is going to be closed tomorrow. If London Breed closes Ross store, I'm I'm not feeling her anyway. But if she closes Ross, she's really on there. You're like, I'm going to take her face and take a big red circle and put an X through that. Like, beep. Whenever I see her, I'm just going to push a, a mental uh, button. Beep. She's closing down everything. So I went to Ross and I, I bought a curtain rod. Cheaper than on Amazon, I think. Yeah, curtain rod adjustable. I uh, went across the street to Trader Joe's at 4th at Market. It's subterranean. It's my favorite Trader Joe's. I love that Trader Joe's at 4th and Market. love the staff. I love how they manage it. I like how it's clean. And I got a couple of bags of, this is my little undersharing, oversharing. Because usually I undershare. Did you hear my Freudian slip? I undershare. And, you know, I know a lot of podcasters tell all their personal business. So I like to curate what I share with you about me. So at Trader Joe's, I got a couple of bags of green beans, a beautiful um, blossom, pink blossom. I'm a fresh cut flower fiend. Yeah, I have a fetish fresh cut flowers and bananas and chicken thighs because I make my own chicken stock. I have an instant pot. I make the chicken soup of life, darlings. Several different chicken noodle soups. My homemade broth is the business. I'll have to make a podcast, uh, excuse me, a show about my um, chicken broth recipes. So the point I'm making is I, I, I did Went on these errands, and I walked up. I took up Stockton up to um, Geary from 4th Street, and I waited for the 38 Geary, and I got on, and I didn't pay. Bum, 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 and I felt good. And if anybody would have said you didn't pay, which nobody's going to say that, because I think most people aren't paying, and Muni is going to keep running because that's how San Francisco is ran. We have all these uh, social services that are like totally expensive, not really serving the people that well, but they keep on chugging along because, you know, hey, it's politics. 
don't ask me to say more about that than I already have. But the point I'm making is Muni is going to keep running regardless if this little sexist womanist bohemian libertine pays her bus fare or not, which I am not, because this city sponsors, encourages, and foisters on the citizens the deplorable junkie apocalypse. Bum, bum, bum. Hey, I love you. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter, the San Francisco Dam page, please. You're the best. Hey, everybody, guess what? I'm Dee Dee Lafrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. By the way, City Hall, thank you so much for paying my bus fare. Sincerely. <laughs>